the only one? You're not. You're the only one who's not actually um, partaking in the bagels. I'll have to be here next week. Even even Bill came today. Your partner in crime to be on Zoom. Okay. All right. Okay. So as advertised, why have there not been any bar mitzvahs anywhere in the entire world? There hasn't been a single bar mitzvah um, in practically a month. A few days shy of a month. Um, sorry. Are you bet I'm lying. I got some interesting responses. I got I put this on my WhatsApp status, and I got a response from a friend in South Africa that in his shul there's a bar mitzvah every Shabbos. So there's like sort of nobody wants to double up. So there's backup. So now the whole month with no bar mitzvahs has been a time for catch up, and there's been a bar mitzvah every week. Um, another friend of mine said that he's had some reform bar mitzvahs in his community, but there hasn't been any halachic bar mitzvahs uh, anywhere in the entire universe. Um, so, well, they could have all, maybe they pass it like a different shita, or maybe they're doing it for girls or boys, whatever. Whatever it is, I could pun him. All right. So, um, you've probably guessed we're going to be talking about the halachas of a leap year, of other one and other two. Very interesting stuff. Yes, people could get married. Um, people could die, apparently. Uh, we had a yard set, right? Okay. So, what we're not going to talk about, we're just going to sort of take a, a thing for granted, is the reasons for leap years, right? We've, we we mentioned this yesterday, and we could discuss this many other times, why we need to have an extra month one, once in a while. We're not going to get into the reasons for that and the technicality of that. We're just going to take that um, for granted for right now. Now, <clears throat> once upon a time, they didn't have a fixed schedule of when the leap years were. There was the Besdin, who, the same Besdin, who every month would sit and um, accept testimony from the witnesses for sighting of the new moon to do, and, and, and inc incorporating also um, other calculations, <clears throat> would determine whether any particular given month would be a month of 29 or 30 days. So they were also in charge of deciding whether this month, this year, any given year, would be a year of 12 months or of 13 months. When did they do this? So... There's a mission in Adias. Adias is literally the, means testimonies, and it's basically a collection of random testimonies of Tanoim on a variety of a broad range of different topics. And one of the testimonies over there in Masechus Adias, Perek Zion, Mishnah Zion, Chapter Seven, Mishnah Seven, um, that they said, They testified. I forget which. I forget the names of the Tanoim who testified this because it's their names are mentioned in the previous Mishnah over there, which I did not copy from my notes. But those Tanoim testified that one may they could they could make the year a, a leap year for the entire month of uh, any time in other. And there were others before this testimony was transmitted that they said, no, you could only make the leap, the best that have to decide that the leap year will be a leap year before Purim. Once Purim has passed, they can't say, oh, no, 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 actually, that was other one, and we're going to add another other. That was the original thought. Came along this time, and they testified, no, actually, you can have, um, you can, the best thing can decide to add another month after Purim. So they celebrated Purim on the, the assumption that this is a, a non-leap year. And then on the 20th or 25th, whatever day of Adar after Purim, until the end of the month, they could say, no, actually, for whatever reason, you know, the roads are still too wet, whatever the, the, the various calculations were, we're going to add another month. And that's totally fine. And as we'll see soon, in such a scenario, they would, they would celebrate Purim again for the second time around. Um, then the Mishnah adds another thing that they could even make uh, the, the, the leap here on the Tanai with the stipulation. So if the Rosh Bezdin, Maisa Ben Rabbi Gamliel, there was a story, Rabbi Gamliel, who was the Nasi, he was in charge. He was on a political mission in Syria, and uh, he didn't come back in time. So, but they were, in other words, he was, he, by the time he got back, it was going to be the next month already. It would be, well, we don't know yet if the next month is Adar 2 or Nisan but it would be the next month already. So what are they going to do? Um, the Ibra Hashanah al they they uh, made the leap here uh, with a stipulation, the Kshayit and Rabbi Gamliel, that if Rabbi Gamliel will return and say, yes, this was a good decision, then their uh, their announcement of the leap year holds valid. And if he says, no, actually, I want it to be, a, you know, he's the one who gets the veto powers, the final decision. In fact, he agreed with their decision to make it a leap year. Okay. Now, that's... Who, I mean, 
it already said that what that Passover had to be in the springtime. Yes. Okay, so that happened after we, the Exodus. So in that time, yes, it's out that we decided that. Yes, and there was always the Besdin who was in charge of Kiddush HaKedush, of sanctifying the moon of, of the month, who was also in charge of this. And then, as we'll see soon, once Hillel Azokin established the calendar within, which incorporates our 19-year cycle, which we'll touch upon in a moment, then it became fixed which years are leap years. What if the Nazi didn't get back until after Pesach was supposed to be? Sorry. Tanu <laughs> Rabbanu. Um, <laughs> Okay, so that's how late, that's how late you could go. What's the latest they could announce a leap year is initially the thought was until Purim, but then it was established they could go as far as the end of the month of Adar. How early could they do it? You're welcome to join us, and when it's a good time to ask questions, please raise your hand. I think I can't, uh, it, it, it just disrupts the flow too much. Um, this is for in the Gemara and Sanhedrin, that the Bryce says they can't announce the being a leap year before Rosh Hashanah. So if on the, in the month of Elul they announced that the coming Adar was going to be two Adars, that doesn't count. And then the, if they don't announce it again after Rosh Hashanah, it's not going to be a leap year. It's just going to go straight from Adar to Nisim. If times are, are, are strenuous, if there's considerations that they need to make the announcement early, they could do make the announcement as soon as Rosh Hashanah has, as soon as it's past Rosh Hashanah, they could announce and declare and send out messages, etc. That next year, that this coming um, Adar will be a double Adar. Nevertheless, you could only add others. Even though you could announce the leap year six months prior, you can't add a second Tishrei or a second Kesh from Kislev Tevis. The only month that you could add two of is other. Why do we have to add only other? So Rashi and Tosfos both make a suggestion. Rashi says that the reason, the, at least the primary reason for making a leap here is Shomer is Chedesh like Bar mentioned, to keep Pesach in the correct season in the spring. So therefore, the, the implication of that Pesach, Rashi says, is that the month that's going to take care of this, the month that's going to address this, this issue is the month immediately pre uh, uh, preceding the spring. So the spring is in Nissan, right? And the problem is if Nissan gets too far back, then Nissan is going to be in, in Tkufas Tevis, which we call in English the autumn or the fall. So, um, no, the, win the winter, right? How's it going? Tishrei is, is fall, right? Is, uh, Tevis, December is, 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 is autumn or winter? Winter. Winter, right? So we don't want spring to come straight after, right? If we don't want Nissan to be in the winter. So then the last month preceding, Shammai is other. That's Rashi. Toysa says an interesting thing. Yes. Um, there's a, uh, there's a, uh, a, a great Toyota van that's blocking my ability to leave the parking lot. Great. We want you, we, we want you to be oh. in the class. Oh, yeah. Coming, coming right now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So no worries. Okay, so Tosis has an interesting thing in the, you know, the first, the, arguably the first time we have the, in, in, the names of the months in, is in the Megillah, not all of the months, but many of the names of the months we find in the Megillah, right? Tevis is mentioned in the Megillah, Sivan is mentioned in the Megillah, and others obviously is mentioned in the Megillah. Prior to that, and also in the latest Farim, Ezra and Nehemiah over there, you have it, but prior to that, in, in our scripture, the months are always referred to by the numbers, month one, two, three, from this and to other, right? Now, in the Megillah, you have the Chaydish name Asar Hu Chaydish Adar, the 12th month for the 12th, in the 12th month, the month of Adar. So, if you were to make a leap year by adding, say, another month of Teves, then Adar wouldn't be the 12th month, it would be the 13th month. So, in order to avoid Adar being the 13th month, or not being a 12th month, we could only add Adar as, uh, as a leap year. That's what Tosa says. It's interesting to note that in the Yerushalmi, um, they use this Pasuk for a different, a completely different uh, meaning, which we'll get to later, and not a contradictory to Tosa's, but uh, just bear that in mind. Okay. But even then, the month which we're going to celebrate is the second Adar, which is the 13th month. So the is still going to end up in a Okay, so... So we have, so, so we know that we can make a leap year and we have the month of other. Now that we have a fixed calendar, we have certain years fixed where we have a leap year. And basically the idea is that 
um, the generally speaking that the the lunar year the lunar yeah the lunar year is 11 days shorter than the solar year and more or less if in every 19 years you have seven leap years which seven times 30 so each month is 30 so it basically equals itself out that more or less again it's a really complicated topic we mentioned it in the past in the context of Kiddush HaKadosh and Birkis HaChadva and all sorts of other things but the the the, the 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 simple version is that you have seven out of every 19 years be a leap year and that's a cycle that repeats each other and repeats itself and more or less we stay on track which years are those it's year three six eight eleven fourteen seventeen nineteen right because i mean just again i'll just digress a moment for the math if every year you're 11 days right so on the third year by by year three you're 33 days behind so now you add 30 days now you're back so you're, you're back you're only three days behind okay then after another three years you are now you're now um, 36 days behind because 33 plus three left over from last time so now you had to leap here now you're only six days behind then you make year eight which you're only going to be 28 days behind so you're going to make a leap here and now you're going to be two two days extra credit right and then follow that cashman through and that's how it comes out three six eight eleven fourteen seventeen nineteen um so those are the seven years that um that uh, again and don't please don't get distracted by that if that's too complicated or whatever like it's really not relevant to, to understanding the, the topic we're going to discuss right now now the question that now becomes okay so we have other one and we have other two which is the which is the the, the the main one which other is the main other and this is a topic this is a question which everybody discusses okay let's so let's start so the Mishnah Megillah the government base says, Karas and Megillah by other Rishon. If they read the Megillah in other Rishon, another one, Venis Abraham Shona, and then after Purim, they announce that actually there's going to be an other two. Karinas by the Shani, you have to read it again in other Shani. Now, again, this is based on the Mishnah in Adius that we said before that the Bezdin could declare it to be a leap year after Purim. So they read the Megillah in other one, thinking that this is just other, right? And then, hey, it turns out that they added another month, so you have to read it again. Um, now, L'chaira, we could deduce from here that, so, so but what's axiomatic to the Mishnah is that we read the Megillah in, in other two, right? So if it's a leap here, we're going to read it in other two. If they read it in other one for whatever reason, and then they make it a leap here, then you have to do it again in other two. So clearly, other two is the main thing, right? Now, in the Gemara, there's a whole discussion and it brings more opinions about this, whether Purim should be celebrated in other one or in other two. And um, we know that we Paskin, that Purim is an other two, right? So that would seem to be a proof that other two is the main Purim. Is that sorry, the other two is the main other. However, if we look in the Gemara, both in the in the regular Gemara and the Babylonian Talmud, Talmud Bavli, and also in Talmud Yoshami, we'll see a number of reasons given why we celebrate Purim in other two. Um, first of all, but, but before that, by the way, why the, the opinion that the Gemara brings, it's not brought in the Mishnah, but the Gemara brings from Abraista, the opinion that you celebrate other in other one. Right? What's the reason for that? So first the Gemara says, Both of them are deriving their opinion from the same Pasuk. It says in the Megillah that Purim should be celebrated with whole Shana Vashana. Comes along Rabbi Lezabar Yosi, who says, He's the one who says that you celebrate Purim and Purim in other one. And he says, just like in every year, you celebrate Purim in the other immediately next to Shvat. So to in a leap year, you celebrate the other thing in, in the other immediately close next to Shvat. Then Rabbi Gamliel, he says, no, just like every year, it's the other immediate preceding Nisan. So to here, it should be in the other immediately preceding Nisan. Now, I didn't have a chance to look into the commentaries over there to see if there's sort of any more logic to it than what just the simple words, of the straightforward translation of the words of the Gemara. But at face value, neither of those seem to be um, any of a stronger argument than the other. But then the Gemara continues and says that the reason to do other in the first month is because a mavir in alamitsus. There's a general rule, many applications in different areas of halacha, that an opportunity to do a mitzvah, you don't, over, you don't, you don't pass it. So if you have an opportunity to do a mitzvah, put him right now, another one, why would you leave it to other two? That's the opinion of Rebbe Lezbert. You see, we don't pass in that way. We pass in mismach geula legeula that we want to do Purim in the second other because we want to put together the Geula, the redemption, celebrating the redemption of Purim, together with celebrating the Geula, the redemption of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, of Pesach, which, by the way, brings to mind the comment of Rashi, um, which um, 
I'm pretty sure we've discussed before, there's many sikhs where the Rebbe uh, points out this Rashi, that Mishanichnas of other Ma'abim Basimcha, that when other, the Megamara says that when other comes in, we increase in joy, says Rashi, why do we increase in joy? Because it's the days of, 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 of celebration, Purim and Pesach, right? So there's a, without getting into it right now, but just a, a sort of another reminder that there's this conceptual relationship, correlation between celebrating Purim and celebrating Pesach, on probably many different levels. And because of that, we want to put um, the Pesach, uh, we want to put other Purim, sorry, in the second other. Now, in the Yerushalmi, also, first it brings the same thing about Bechol Shana Vashana, okay? And then it says, that we do Purim in the second month to juxtapose the Ul to the Ula. And there the Karabineda explains, kind of countering in the Babli, that says, yes, usually you would have thought to do Purim in the first month because a Mavir Nala Mitzvah, because you don't pass over a Mitzvah, but because we have to counter that, this Svara, that Mismach the Ula, we want to bring the two Purim and Pesach as close as possible to each other, therefore we do it in the second month. Okay, then the Yerushalmi says another reason, another reason why to do it in the second order. The Yerushalmi says, That year, the year that the miracle of Purim happened was a leap year. Right? And and, um, and 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 therefore, and by the way, this is going to be important. Uh, I mean, a, a lot of the things that I'm saying now may not seem so relevant, but we get when we get into the, the, the detailed discussion about when to do a yard site and when to do a birthday, you'll see we're going to call, we're going to come back to a lot of these sorrows. But he's saying that um, he's taking it, this opinion in the Yisham is taking it for granted that if something happens in a leap year in other two, and for sure we're going to celebrate it in a leap year in other two. Seems obvious. How does he know that that year was a leap year? So remember, I mentioned before the pasuk that Tosfos wrote. He says the pasuk says from month to month to the twelfth month to the month of other. So it's just sort of repetitious. Why do you need to say the twelfth month to the month of other, right? So he says no, the twelfth month, but then plus another month because it's the month of other, meaning the month of other too. Again, I didn't have time to look into this Yerushalmi and to see if any commentaries discuss it more at length. At face value, that's the language of the Megillah. I mean, the, the, the Megillah also says, And there, clearly, there's no Teves 2 or Sivan 2. But for some reason, the, 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 the Blevi, this opinion in the Yerushalmi, understands from there that that year was a leap year. Be that as it may, we know, one, one moment, be that as it may, we now have three independent reasons um, three or two. So we have two independent reasons why, oh, and also the Shana of Shana to do the other that's closest to Nisan. However exactly you can't, we have now a number of reasons why we have to celebrate Purim in the second month. And therefore, you can't really bring proof from there that other two is the main other. It could be that other one is the main other. It could be the other one is the main other, and yet we still celebrate Purim in the second month because of Mishmach Gula So if we're trying to determine sort of objectively which other is the main one and which one is the added one, um, we, don't really, we don't really have a proof. Um, yeah. Yes, yeah, David, you, do you want to ask something? Yeah, so I wanted to put together a calendar with artwork and Jewish English um, dates and everything like that. So when when do I put this together with the publisher uh, and send it? I mean, like six months? Do I have what, what kind of time frame are we talking about? Am I the publisher? How <laughs> no. no. would I know? <laughs> is, it, is it like are these things planned like years in advance? Oh, the, the, the yeah, no, the calendar is predictable and infinitum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. The, the, the calendars, the cycle that we have now of the calendar is predicted. Yeah. You can't, I mean, obviously, when Sheikh comes, we go back to doing the mitzvah of Kiddush HaKadosh, but the, but the system that we have in place pretty much goes on forever, and it would take, it would take thousands of years, literally, I think, hundreds of thousands of years for it to, definitely tens of thousands of years, for it to get off. In other words, for it to be so bad that Pesach would be completely, you know, that we would <laughs> put it this way. In order to get as far, I once made, I once read an article where he had a cheshman of how long it because every every hundred years or so, we're, we're pushing off the St. Alamot in one day because the 19 year cycle isn't 100% accurate. So like in another, I don't know how many hundred thousand years, we'll never save a St. Alamot because 
<laughs> because it will uh, it'll already be Pesach by the time that happens. <laughs> but uh, but Mashiach comes before that, so that's not to worry. Now, I mean, we could make a calendar, right? Yes, we have yeah. calculus today. And yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, just that. Yeah. First of all, when you said that, the first thought I had is, does it say that by the other months? I'm not a laner, so I, I I wasn't sure. To me, if once that's the case, I was like that would refute the the argument. Okay, but this is a Gemara, it's Yerushalmi, yeah. so there's obviously more to it, which I didn't have a chance yeah. to figure out yet, but it's not it's not like a Svara from a thing. The thing I'm most wondering about is it seems like no opinion is saying both. Oh, I was just going to say that. So that's very, again, that's going to come if we have time, the Chassam Sofer talks about that, but, but hopefully we're going to have time to get to that, but I should mention, the Gemara, there is a Svara in the Gemara that we should do other Purim twice, and but we learn out from a Pasuk, um, I forget exactly what the limit is, but there's a limit. There's a, we derive from a pasuk in the Megillah that we don't do Purim twice, and therefore it's either or, right? But that the, the reason that becomes so relevant is because when we're going to talk, for example, about yard sites, we'll see that there is a prevalent custom to do yard sites twice, yeah. right? So because by, by Purim, in other words, because that could be an, one one approach could be, yeah, default is you have to do it twice, um, but we don't, can't do it twice. Okay. And before now, we made the calendar, that's what we did do, right? No, not necessarily, no, because usually that was the exception to the rule. The rule was that the Bezdin would announce other Shani way before, certainly before Purim, right? Before the beginning of other at the latest, um, and as early back as Tishrei. But it, it happened, I don't know how many times, but it, it can and did happen sometimes that they announced it after Purim. But that certainly was the exception, not the rule. Right, and, and the, the form that we have is a lot more analogous to way, way beforehand. Right. Yeah. Right. Because it's predictable. It's predictable yeah, forever. It's completely predictable. Right. right. Just like when. when right. When it's exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. However, however, Toysvus. Okay. There's another whole discussion over here in the Yerushalmi, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, where basically the question is when you add a month of in other in a regular, you know, in the Hebrew calendar, some months are 29 days, some days are 30 days. Um, other is always 29 days. In a regular year, other is 29 days. So there's a discussion more in the Yerushalmi. Tosus mentions it in Rosh Hashanah Dafi Testament base, but it's basically in the Yerushalmi at um, it's in over here in the end of in the end of Parakalif in the, in the Megillah in the Yerushalmi Parakalif Alach Hey. Um, basically, which when you add a month of other, do you add 29 days or do you add 30 days? Um, the bottom line in the Yerushalmi is that you could do either one. Uh, if I recall correctly, that's how the Rambam Paskins also in Kiddush Hashanah. I did not check it up. But I'm pretty sure the Rambam Pasuk is also that you could add 20, the resident could decide whether they want to add 29 days or 30 days. Um, and, but the, the, the fact is that nowadays, when we have a fixed calendar, the other that we add is always 30 days. So Toysus, and that Toysus in Hashanah New Testament base, says that basically um, the fact that we, the month that we add is 30 days and a regular other is 29 days, that's that's the, that demonstrates that the other Rishon is the added one, right? So the Iker, the primary other is other two, right? And other one is the added one because other has 29 days. If you're adding 30 days, it must be that that's the added one, right? That's the other way around. The second one has 30. No, the second one has 29 oh, days, okay, okay, okay. right? The first one has 30 days. So the one that has 30 days is the added one. That's basically what Tosus, again, the Tosus is a bit more complicated than that, but that's, the, I think, the bottom line of what this Tosus is to say. Tosus acknowledges that in the time of Kiddush HaKadosh, there may have been times when it was 29 and 30. But the fact that when we came in, went into a fixed calendar, we chose to always go with 30, demonstrates that, that's the, that, the, the, that, that the first one is the added one. Now, the Yerushalmi explicitly asks this question. The Babylonian doesn't talk anywhere explicitly about, uh, you know, what's the main other first or second. But the Yerushalmi explicitly asks this question, which, which other is the main one? And before the Gemara answers, the Gemara says, well, what's the difference? Now, I, for one, could think of many differences. Um, but the Yerushalmi says a somewhat obscure difference. The Yerushalmi says, as explained by the Mepharshim, that when you bring animals as a carbon in the base of Mikdash every day for carbon, Talmud, Musab, whatever carbon it was, the carbon had to be Ben Shana in the first year, right? So the carbon had to be older than how many days? Eight. Eight days, right? We don't bring the carbon before it's eight days. Before, until 12 months. Once the animal is 12 months, it's no longer kosher for... There are certain sacrifices where it's where, where the ashram, I think, there's certain kabanas where the animal is older, but 
the most sacrifice had to be within the year. So the Gemara says that's the difference. If you have an animal that's born in other, and next year is a leap year, so if you say the first month is the main one, then when it comes to, let's say, let's say it's born on the fifth of other, next year is a leap year, so fifth of other one. Now the animal's a year old, it's no longer kosher for carbon. If it's other two is the main one, then you get an extra month to bring the animal as a carbon. Anyway, that's the so that's the that's the question of the Yerushalmi, and the Yerushalmi ends off by um, determining that this that the second other is the main one, and the first other is the added one, based primarily on the Mishnah which we started today with that the you could add that the Bezin were allowed to add a, 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 another Shani even at the end of other. So basically, the carbonate explains like this: if other, if other Rishon is the main one. Then on the last day of the Rishon, that's the last day of the year. Now it's too late to add another month. Like you can't add another month when the year is finished. But if Adar Shani is the main one and Adar One is the added one, so then if you're going to add now a month, then it turns out it's not really the last day of the year because we have another whole month of the year. The previous month that we just passed is retroactively become the extra one. Anyway, the bottom line of the Yerushalmi is, again, based on that Mishnah, that Adar Two is the primary Adar. And other one is the first, and other one is the added other. Now, um, this question, okay, any questions before we continue? Yes. Yeah, is there also an example of the virgin three-year-old girl and her pursuing? Yes, uh, if we have time, we'll get to that. Um, so this question of which other is the main other has ramifications in all areas of Shulchan Aruch and in, in, in every that comes up in many, many um, uh, cases. We're going to stick mainly to talking about birthdays and yard sites, which I think is what interests most people here. But there are other, for example, just yesterday we benched the Chodesh and we said it's Rish Chodesh Adr Shaini. Now, is brought, I believe it's mentioned even in Shulchan Aruch, that the first other you say Rish Chodesh Adar Rishon, and the second one you say Rish Chodesh Adar. Nevertheless, the minute is always to say Rishon and Shani, because why not be more specific? But the assumption is that other, that other, if you say other Stam, other Stam means you say other without any further clarification. You're talking about the second other, and if you say, uh, if you want to refer to the first other, then you have to say other Rishon, right? This is uh, relevant to, for example, the writing of Ksuba, right? Again, the custom is we always say other Rishon and other Shani, but but, but, but conceptually, if you say, like the Yerushalmi and Toysu say, that other two is the main other, and other one is the added one, right? Then when you want to refer to other two, you just say other. When you want to refer to other one, you say other issue. Um, it would make a difference whether it's is valid. Uh, of course, yes. Um, now, Another one of the cases where this comes up, by the way, is in Hilchus Nedarim. It's a Mishnah Nedarim Daf Samach Gimel Amad Aleph and Tamid Beis and the Ran over there. Basically, the Maskal over there is that there's um, Remeir. We don't pass on Remeir. Remeir he holds that if somebody says other Stam, so it, it depends. If he knew that, if he didn't know that there's going to be a leap year coming, so then we assume he meant the first other because he just meant the month after Shvat. But if he knew that there's a leap year. Um, If he knew that there's a leap year coming, then he meant other two. Rabbi Huda says, no, Stam other is other Rishon. I'm sorry, I said that all wrong. We Paskin like, see that, that we get into conflict. We Paskin like Rabbi Huda. I'm sorry, take that back. We Paskin like Rabbi Huda. That's other Stam is other Rishon, right? Other Stam is other Rishon. If you say other without thinking, you mean the first other. And if you want to refer to the second other, you have to say other shade. But nevertheless, I heard him point out that that doesn't necessarily mean that that doesn't necessarily mean that he's saying that other two is the, that other one is the main other. It could be because that when people are taking vows, for example, that's the context over there. There, what's relevant is not what the objective truth is of which month is the main one. What's relevant is what does the guy have in mind? How do people colloquially talk? So that kind of become becomes a new point. Okay, now let's talk about. Could I ask you, like, without a star, like a... We're not talking about a star. I don't have time to get into star. Let's talk about... Let, let's move on to talking about bar mitzvahs. So, again, the, birthdays. We're talking about birthdays. Halachic, now, now in Chabad, we celebrate birthdays. We very much encourage celebrating birthdays. But for the most part, the, 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 the only area where celebrating a birthday has at least... Uh, the primary thing where celebrating a birthday has actual halachic ramifications is bar mitzvah. Because... What happens when a person commits a suddenly the halachic reality changes? Now he could count for a minion. Now he becomes obligated to do all mitzvahs and 
as we'll see, punishable for neglecting to do the mitzvahs, uh, etc., etc. So when is uh, when does a person become bar mitzvah? Now you could make the argument. Look, the Yerushalmi and Toysus both said that adoration is the first other. Sorry, that 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 uh, that, the ad, that other sheni, the second other, is the primary one, and adoration is the and adoration is the added one. So if other Shani is the primary other, then, then that's when a person should become bar mitzvah, right? Now, um, there are people who say that. The Lavush actually says that very clearly in the beginning of chapter, in Simonon Hei Sifyod, the Lavush makes that argument. Um, however, there's an interesting uh, vart in a letter from the Rebbe, which is printed in Lukut Yisichas, volume 6, page 358, which is a letter that the Rebbe wrote in Tov Shem in 1967. And over there he says, that it's, it's, it's a footnote in the letter, it's a cryptic thing, but he says, I remember the Yerushalmi, which asked which other is the main other, and the, the Yerushalmi says, what's the difference, which other is the main one? And we come up with this whole sort of convoluted case about the animal that's burned, why didn't you say a much more relevant, everyday, everyday relevant, don't forget the Yerushalmi is, right, we're talking here post-temple uh, times, right? So why doesn't the Yerushalmi say a, a, a nafkemina? That's relevant to everybody all the time. When does a person become bar mitzvah? Right. So from oh, the as opposed to something with the animal, yeah. right? Like right. right. Exactly. Says the Rebbe. Says the Rebbe. If 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 if, 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 if when if if when your bar mitzvah is determined by which one is the main one, right? Then why doesn't your shami say that difference? Elamai must be that which one is the main one doesn't determine when your bar mitzvah is. In other words, it's possible to say that the main one would be the second one, but yeah, your bar mitzvah will be the first one, or vice versa, right? I don't know. It'll just be based on. How well, I don't know why. We don't yet know. I'm not saying yet why. I'm just saying that the Rebbe is pointing out that the chayra, if you want to determine when your bar mitzvah is, the question you have to ask is not which one is the main one. Now, one second. The Rebbe says, why not? And again, this is, so it's not really the topic of this letter. The Rebbe says a cryptic footnote in the letter, so I'm just trying to decipher it. The Rebbe says, you could explain this based on the commentary of the Ridvaz. Now, the Ridvaz over there says like this, and he points to what Natan mentioned, that there is this a concept of of Besuleh Chayzun. Besuleh Chayzun is a very important topic, and it goes into the whole approach of Torah. Uh, of Torah's interaction with with reality, basically the idea is there's a there's a concept that uh, if a girl, if somebody has relations with a girl, so if she's over the age of three, then she is no longer psula. She's no longer considered a virgin. But virgin is the wrong word because in other words, her hymen is no longer considered intact. So that has halachic ramifications. Whereas if somebody, let's say, raped a, girl, a two-year-old girl. So then it's a terrible thing, but halachically she is still considered the version. Her hymen, would, her hymen will repair itself, right? Now, what happens? What 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 happens if the girl turns three? Because her birthday is on the fifth of Adam. The girl turns three, and then subsequently the bezdin decide to add another month. So the halacha is right, and then they add another month. Either way, oh right? So, no, yeah, so it's exactly, right? She's, her birthday's on the 5th of Adar, then she has, right? Khalila, and then and then they, they add another month. So the halacha is that that now she retroactively became became not three before, right? Um, and that has tremendous ramifications. It's not just about a three-year-old. It could be, I mean, that's the example the Gemara gives, but it could also be about a, a nine-year-old or even... Even a 13-year-old, for example, um, halakhically, um, why is a 13-year-old bar mitzvah? Because that, that he, he has to have, we, there's a chazaka, let's call it, there's a, how do you say chazaka in English? There's a, a presumption, let's say, that a 13-year-old will have two pubic hairs, which means that he's reached physical maturity, which is matching to his neshama maturity. Let's just say it like that, right? So what happens if you find pubic hairs on a child before the age of 13? So the halacha is that those are considered a shuma. They're not considered actual 
signs of maturity there, we, we, we consider them to be some sort of other symptom, right? So the same thing would happen. If a guy, if a kid becomes 13 and he has two hairs, oh, we see he's a rebuttal now, we're going we're gonna to count him for the minion. Then Bezin subsequently add a month, we're going to say, no, those two hairs that we saw sub- retroactively became not real pubic signs of maturity, they became this shuma, whatever that is exactly, right? So in other words, in the words of famous words of the Chassam Sefer, the Torah has balabatishkeit over Teva. Torah controls the, the nature of this world. So it could be, again, it's not clear to me, but I think that what the Rebbe means over here is that the Ridvaz, um, that that's why the Yerushalmi has to bring this obscure case of the carbon, because in the carbon, it says like this, if you're adding, if you're, the animal turns one years old, right? Now you're adding a month. So if you're saying that the, um, the second month I'm, I'm adding is extra one, so the so that's it. So the, the the animal already became disqualified. Adding a month isn't going to undisqualify the animal. But if you're saying that the the the, 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 the that the animal I, I, I the, the the first month is the extra one, so it turns out that retroactively the animal the animal was never disqualified, it was retroactive, right? So what? How is the bar mitzvah different? So I'm not really sure. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not sure exactly what the Rebbe wants to bring from the Ritvaz. I'm still trying to figure it out. But what is evident, regardless of how we understand it, what is very clear is that the fa- what the argument that I was making is that the fact that the Yerushalmi makes this argument, this, it says, it makes this point, that the relevance of which month is the first is the main one has to do with the Karbanis, That teaches us that it's nothing to, that, that 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 doesn't determine what determines when your bar mitzvah is is not about which month is the main one. However, however, Lemaisa, the Paskim, the Paskim, the Paskim say that, right, so in Shulchan Aruch, Lemaisa say, in Shulchan Aruch, this subject is discussed in the Rechaim Simenon Hay, chapter 55, and over there the Mechaber rules and the, 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 the words of the Ramah, um, Misha Neilad, the other somebody who's born in other in a regular year, it's 13 years later, is a leap year. Does not become a mitzvah until other sheni. So the Ramah doesn't explain why, but the Ramah and the Mechah, everybody agrees, it's, it's implicit in the Mechah, but also everybody agrees that if somebody is born in a regular year, his bar mitzvah in a leap year is an other two. Now, I'm going to mention, we're not going to get too far much into this, I'm just going to mention that the Morgan of Rome has this, um, you might even say obscure opinion, and he says that even if a person is born in a regular, in a leap year, in Adarishan, in the first other, he's not going to be by mitzvah until other two in his in in in, the, in in a leap year, and fascinating discussion. But the, and we uh, we only have limited time left, and I want to get into other things. So happy to discuss that more afterwards or to show you the references. But that's what the Morgan Ram says. Well, the Maisa, all the Paskim, all the Paskim. Um, do not, I disagree with this Morgan Avram, and the consensus of all Paskim is Ashkenazi, Sephardi, across the board. If somebody's born in a leap year, then whatever month he was born in, that's my mitzvah. If somebody's born in a regular year, then my mitzvah is in other two. Now, the Levush says a very interesting thing. This is, the Levush is not over there in the, in, in, in Simenon Hay. The Levush is in Simen Tafresh Pehe. In which is in the laws of of, of 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 just preceding the laws of Purim, the laws of the fast of Zion, other which used to be a common practice. And he over there says that the reason why by mitzvah is in the second month is very simple. And he depends brings us into the subject of mazalist. Now, essentially, what he's saying is, why do we have leap years? We have leap years to catch up, right? In other words, because you're not really where the sun was. Every year you're falling behind eleven days. So if this kid was born in a regular year in a month of other, that means he was born in the mazel of Dogim, right? Because the, how do you say in English, the mazel of the month? Horoscope. The, the horoscope, that's what it's called? That's yeah, yeah. The, the horoscope of the month of other. Now, we'll see soon. The Lavush is not talking about this in some sort of mystical or... or, or he's not talking about the astro... Right, star sign, right? He's not talking about the astro. The, 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 he's not, he's not, the is not at all talking about sort of the effect of the muzzle on the person born. He's just talking science that this kid was born in a regular other. That means he was born when the sun was at that, at that part of its path in the muzzle of Dogim, which is where those stars are located, right? Yeah. 
if, if this year is a leap year, that means you're trying to catch up. That means in other one, the sun hasn't reached Dagim yet. It's still in Gli, which is the mazel of Shvat, the previous month. So obviously the Bar Mitzvah has to be in the second in the second other because he's not really 13 years old yet. Right? In other words, if you're talking about 13 years, right? Well, a year is when the sun gets back to where it was. So so if, if he was born in a regular other, that means he was born when the month was in Dagim, when the sun was in Dagim. So now we have to have a mitzvah in other two when the the the, the sun is in Dagim. I should point out that this is not absolute, and the Chassam Soifer over here invokes the, 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 the concept of the Kale Gomer Alai, which Natan mentioned about this girl who, who she turns three, right? Because whichever way you cut it, um, and if you do the math, you'll see that Bar Mitzvah boys are not always the same age in, in terms of counting how many months they've lived through, because um, mainly because some Bar Mitzvah boys are going to have four leap years in those 13 years, and some Bar Mitzvah boys are going to have 15 years five leap years in those 13 years, depending on where in the 19-year cycle they're born, right? So what's, uh, yeah, if you do the math, what's, uh, what's, uh, so, so you have either seven times 12 plus five times 13, or eight times 12 plus four times 13. So basically some Bar Mitzvah boys are, 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 are chronologically speaking, 30 days younger than other Bar Mitzvah boys. Right. Nevertheless, we say we call this uniform because Lokel Gemarai, whenever the Bezdin decide now is a year, that then goes and affects the maturity and literally the pubic hairs of this kid. Right. So so even though the the the, 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 the so, but but nevertheless, even though it's not an exact science and there is an element of whatever Bezdin decide the year is, whether the year is 12 months or 30 months, that's gonna affect the maturity of the boy. Nevertheless, the Lavosh says that. Both in Claudi, generally speaking, how to know how old the kid is? Well, it's when the son comes back to where he was <coughs> when he was born. And therefore, if he was born in a non-leap year and he and his family is in a leap year, we're going to have to wait until the son reaches its spot back in Mazel Dogen, which is in the other two. Now, just I can't I, I can't not mention this that there's a fascinating um, omission. In the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch, in chapter fifty-five, where he um, completely omits this whole discussion about the one and the two, he doesn't say a word about it, which is very um, non-characteristic of the Alter Rebbe. And what I found based on the footnotes in the New Shulchan Aruch, this was addressed by the Rebbe in three different times. So I'll just uh, in nineteen sixty-seven, which is the same letter we mentioned before from the Yerushalmi, there the Rebbe says um, it would be very doichek. How do you say? It's very um, unlikely. To suggest that the Alter Rebbe omitted it because he was going to include it somewhere else, either in the laws of Rishchidesh or the laws of Purim or the laws of which are sections of the Alter Rebbe Shachnar that we that got got burned that we don't have. That's uh, unlikely. Or Ebu Kuntus Ashulchan. Kuntus Ashulchan is a book by Reb Chaim Noah, and Reb Chaim Noah he basically says, and he's 100% convinced of this, and he brings some other examples that it was just that what the Alter Rebbe did write it, and whoever. Um, Whoever you know typesetted it or printed it just accidentally left it out, and, and you know, and, and it passed by the editor's eye, and that was it. Um, later on, in a, a number of years later, in '73, there's another letter from the Rebbe where the Rebbe says uh, perhaps he wanted to bring them later on in one of those places, and um, then another time in a sicha, and I should say the references for the record. This second letter is printed in uh, the first letter is printed in Chelik Tezayin, the Kodesh Chelik Tezayin, page 603, and the second letter is printed actually earlier. In Chelik Yud Aleph, so it was written later, but it was printed earlier. Um, in Lukotis Chelik Yud Aleph, page three eleven, and then finally in uh, in in the Sicha in the Fabrenon and Tovshem Memvav, nineteen eighty six, volume Svaidus, uh, volume two, page five thirty eight, eleven, or maybe it's five thirty nine. Over there, um, the Rebbe says that because it could be that. That he 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 was he didn't hadn't made up his mind what he thinks about it and he was going to do it in the Madura Basra in the second edition, which we only have four chapters of the second edition of the Alter The reason why might that be? Why, I mean, the Rebbe doesn't say this, but I'm just adding it could be the reason why the Alter Rebbe hadn't made up his mind is because on the one hand, the Alter Rebbe at least in his early in his life was extremely loyal to the Mogan Avram, and the Mogan Avram has this like I mentioned obscure uh, opinion that even if he's born in other one, he's Bamitzvah in other two. Um, but um but, but but on the other hand, 
um, literally all the Paskim disagree with the Morgan Avram, and, and, and they basically demonstrate that the reason the Morgan Avram said it was because the primary source in question was not accessible to the Morgan Avram. So anyway, be that as it may, we don't have anything from the Alter Rebbe on this topic. Now, again, bottom line is your birthday bar mitzvahs are in other two, and um, your sites, and, 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 and then therefore all birthdays are celebrated in other two. It, it, it's possible that... Um, it's possible that some would have a chumrah, so let's say to put on tefillin or anything that's relevant to do already from the birthday in other in other one. But certainly we wouldn't count for a minion or anything like that until other two. Now in Chabad the custom is that we put on tefillin a few months before the bar mitzvah anyway. Um, as there's two opinions on Shulchan Aruch whether you should put on tefillin on your thirteenth birthday or two or three months before. Um, and Chabad and many others do uh, do. T- before, some do one month before, some do three months before, um, but some have a, a custom of what they call in America bo bayom, that you only put on filling on the day of your bar mitzvah, and um, so, so some people who have the minute of bo bayom, in such a case, they would put on filling one month before to be chayshish to the opinion that uh, bar mitzvah is another one, but that's the consensus. Now, where this gets a little bit complicated is when it comes to yard sites. Mm-hmm. How do they call yard sites? Askara, yeah? As far as I Askara, I think, right? Now, um, so uh, the, the word yard site literally means your time. It's in, 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 in English, you say anniversary, right? Anniversary, that's what the word means. So what does the word anniversary mean? And like annual. Yeah. In, yard is here, and site is... Uh, it's time. time. In, French, time. in French, in French, uh, birthdays are called anniversaries. And if you say, I don't know how to exactly pronounce it, yeah? Anyway. Is yard site one word, like anniversary? Yeah. 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 Y a h r t z i. Yeah. That's just kidding. Okay. All right. So the now it's interesting. Nowadays, when we think of commemorating a yard site, when we think of commemorating a yard site, what do we? Th- what comes to mind? the parents' yard site. So in Shulchan Aruch and Tov Kuf Samaches, Ayachan chapter 568, is in the laws of fasts. So over there, that's where yard sites come up. When are you supposed to fast for the for, for the yard site of a parent? Um, and uh, so the Mechaber says, other two, right? And that makes a lot of sense. It's very consistent with what he said about Bar Mitzvah, with what we said about Bar Mitzvahs. Bar Mitzvahs are in order two, yard sites are in order two. It's all very simple. And um, indeed, to this very day, that's how Sfardim, who generally speaking follow the Mechaber um, practice, and if we were Sfardim, we would close the class right now. However, there are more... The yard sites are also kept at other two. It's very consistent. It's very consistent. Um, other two is the main month. That's what Taisa says. That's what Yerushalmi says. Birthdays are in other two. Um, yard sites are in other two. Um, when you make a when you make your star and you say other stam, it's gonna be um, it, it's gonna be uh, when you make a nader. Sorry, not star. When you make a nader and you say other stam, if you knew it was gonna be a shonim it's gonna be other two, right? The mechaber seems to be pretty much all consistent. However, the Ramah says Disan He quotes the Maharil and, Mar- and the Rimins, who both say that actually you should fast the yard site fast in other rishon. It's 9.57. We started at 9.10 approximately, so I'm going to probably go for another 10 minutes or so. I hope uh, that's okay with everyone. So, 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 so he brings this opinion that you should fast in other edition. Obviously, he says, if he died in a leap year and it was the other two, then you fast in other two. But if he died in a regular year where it was other, where it was just one other, then you should fast in the first other. And again, this is the same Ramah who said bar mitzvahs are another two. Now he's saying yard sites are another one. The chayin haminag, the zanis berishin. Indeed, the the prevalent custom testifies the Ramah is the fast in other edition. Mil yesh machminim the zanis b'shneim. However, some have the custom to fast both. Right. Okay. So what's going on over here? What's going on? Why should we fast um, both? So why should why should yard sites be different than bar mitzvahs? That's really the main question over here. So there's a lot, there's a lot to discuss. There's a Morgan Avram, there's a famous Sam Seifer, there's others. What I'm going to hopefully try to do is just sort of present at least the primary arguments in both directions. So 
Um, first of all, oh, we have this interesting discussion. We mentioned before that there's a, a sefer called Megillus Tanis, which we don't follow nowadays. But in Megillus Tanis, there's many, many dates, which are special days, which days you fast, and also there's days of celebration. And on those days of celebration, um, on those days of celebration, it's forbidden to say a hespit, for example. It's forbidden to, uh, to, to eulogize, right? So the Magan Avram basically brings here a whole host of riots of proofs that other two is the primary one, right? So he's sort of bringing proofs to the opinion of the Mechaber to start off with. And what he demonstrates in the first number of lines over here is that it's clear <clears throat> that all the days in other in, recorded in Megillus Tainis that applied in other applied in other Shani, in the second other. One of the examples is that there's this um, Megillus Tainis says that from the first to the twelfth of Nisan. So the question is that there's a question in the Gemara over there. Yeah, the Gemara asks a question. Megillus Tainis, why do you have to say from the first to the twelfth? The first you anyway can't do anything because it's Rish Chodesh. So it should have just said from the from the second of Nisan. So the Gemara says no. If it were because of the Megillus Tanis, the days that I mentioned in Megillus Tanis, it's forbidden the day before also. So, but Rish is not forbidden the day before. So that's why the relevance of the Megillus Tanis is the day before. And then the Gemara goes on to say um, specifically about um, the relevance being to the last, to the 30th of other. Sorry, to the Sorry, because here, here's where it goes. The first, so now we have the first of Adam being one of the days of Megillus and also the 28th, the first of Nisan, and also the 28th of Adar is. Okay. In the interest of saving time, I'll just summarize it like this: that the, what, what boils down from the whole. Right. The, the, the relevance of the Megillus is for the 29th of Adar, and if it would be talking about Adar 1, then it wouldn't work, because then it would apply to the 30th of Adar, right? right? The, basically, the Gemara says, why do you need this for the 29th of Adar? Why? Okay, we're mentioning the first of Nisan. We, the reason we're mentioning the first of Nisan because we need to carry it a day behind to the last day of Adar. But you don't need the 29th of Adar, because 28th is also one of the days of the Megillus so that would be the day after the 28th, which is also covered. So, um, so, um, so, 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 so that's what the end of the discussion of the Gemara. Now, if we're talking about other Rishon, that whole discussion doesn't make sense because the 29th is not the day before Rishchidosh. The day before Rishchidosh is the 30th, right? Again, um, it's, all, it's all a mathematical question which we could go through, but it would just take me time, especially because I don't remember it so clearly. So I'd have to read the whole thing through again. The bottom line is the Magad of Ram is bringing all these proofs. Bear with me here that... We should apply this, we should, that everything should apply in Adashani. So, therefore, yard sites, he says, should be in Adashani, as is the opinion of the Shukhanar, of the Mechaber. Um, but then he says, Then he says, okay, so that's that's what we, so the first opinion that you do it in Adashani, we have all these proofs. Then he says, hold on a second. In the Gemara Megillah, we said that the reason you do Purim in the second month is in order to juxtapose Geula to Geula. We want to keep Pesach close to Purim. Now, obviously, that doesn't apply to a yard site. So, in other words, the, 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 the implication of the Gemara is that Purim we do in the second month to Mishmach Geula but if not for that reason, the default should be you do it in the first month. Right. So no, we're talking about a person who died in well, not not Purim. Well, that was one opinion in the Yerushalmi, right? But the other, the other, the, the regular Gemara said that we want right. So the the implication is that a regular yard should be another one or anything else. So so that's the that's the. The, that's the um, Teresa bias. I think I'm not sure. I'm not sure which Teresa bias he's bringing this proof from. Then he says 
hold on, no, Shavuos Ma'arel says no. You know why you need for Purim the reason of Mishmach Gula Gula? Because there's another thing to counter that. If not for the reason of Mishmach Gula Gula, I would counter it and say you have to Dafka do Purim in the first order because Eim Avir Nala Mitzvahs. But Eim Avir Nala Mitzvahs, not, not leaving a, a mitzvah, doesn't apply to a yard site, says the Ma'arel. But what the Ma'arel takes for granted that Eim Avir Nala Mitzvahs doesn't apply to a yard site, not everybody takes for granted at all. If you look in the Levush that we mentioned before in Tafish Pehei, he says, no, absolutely. The reason why you do a yard site in other edition is because Eim Avir Nala Mitzvahs says you have, a, you have here an opportunity to fast, which is a mitzvah, and it's going to be uh, provide kapara, provide the reason you have a person fasts in the yard site is to provide atonement for the and and and, and to, to benefit the neshama of his parents in the in in anoyla ma'amas. So that's certainly a mitzvah which we shouldn't pass up the opportunity. When it comes to bar mitzvah, besides the thing of the mazalus, which he said later, he says also it's not such an opportunity and it's more of a responsibility. You become bar unshin, so for it's a responsibility. Then we want to push it off. But if it's an opportunity, then And similarly, in the Truva of the Chasam Sefer, oh, but then, then you have another, you have a, another counter argument. The counter argument is that. Um, the counter argument is that we don't something that's harsh we don't bring earlier so for example when the fast falls on shabbos we don't bring it back when shabbos for example falls on shabbos we don't bring it forward to thursday we push it off to sunday right so here also if you have a chance to fast in the first out of the second one we should say push it off um says the marival uh, no hold on a second uh this is not uh this is this is not a punishment. This is not a fast for kapara. This is not a punishment type of fast. This is a fast for atonement. Um, says Chasam Sefer. So what? Even Shavasa Batamas Rambam also says it's for atonement. So atonement and Puran Nisa, which let's say you know, some negative thing, are not mutually exclusive. So we have all these sort of conflicting. Um, reasonings. On the one hand, we should do the fast for the yard site in other Rishon because and we want to have the opportunity to bring Kapara to the Father as close as possible. But on the other hand, on the other hand, um, we want to um, on the other hand, we want to do it in other Shani because we don't bring a fast earlier than necessary and also because of all these other things that it seems axiomatic in Megillus Tanis, as the Mughal Abraham elaborated on, that we don't do, that that, uh, that everything, all the dates that we commemorate, apply another Shani. The bottom line is that the, the Ramah comes down on this side of yard sites are in other Rishon and birthdays are in other Shani. And one way to understand it is, like I said, the Lavush, and he says, look, yard sites is an opportunity and versus birthdays, which B, A, is a responsibility, and B, is more dependent on um, the mazolis of, you know, sort of like you mentioned before, when when you catch up to the to the mazal or the dogin. Um, and then, and then you have, I guess if we're to summarize it, if we were to summarize it, those are the primary arguments in each direction. However, there is also the minhag that the Ramah mentions that you should do the yard site in both, um, which Lechayra is based on the svar that Ari mentioned before, that there is a svar to do it in both, and it's only with Purim where we have a specific um, uh, implication of the Pasuk that you could only do Purim once, so we have to choose between Adarish and Adasheni. But if yard site, you don't have to choose, and therefore, if possible, you should do both now. Nowadays, nowadays, most people don't fast necessarily on the yard site of a parent, but it's for kaddish, and this be, and kaddish is also a similar type of thing. It's done for the aliyah nisham of the parent. The Maisa, based on that, oh, one second. So, based on this minhag, the, the, the minhag became that we commemorate yard sites primarily in other rishon, but most people do also in other shani. Where it becomes a, a, a extra relevant is when there's a when there's a when there's a queue when there's a line for the Ahmed, right? In other words, if you if you have the Ahmed, you want to say if you want to just say Kaddish or the Ahmed, fine. But if you want to 
say, oh, I have your site, you get away from the Amit, right? So, so there, uh, the Mogad of Ram Paskins, that, um, that, 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 you know, that you only, they only, the available only have to give the yard side one Kaddish. If, you want, if, you, if, if you're going to say Kaddish or Dhamma to take away from somebody else, then you don't, that, 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 then you could only do it once. You could say Kaddish, whatever. Yeah? And that's indeed, one second, that's indeed a common practice amongst Ashkenazim today. I'm pretty sure that you say Kaddish and everything twice. But the main one is the first one when it comes to yard sites, and therefore you don't, you know, if it would involve put a conflict of pushing someone away from the Ahmed, for the second one you wouldn't do that. Yes. Just to clarify, to yeah. take from somebody else who has a heel. Yeah, yeah. To take from somebody else that is just wants it down to the other. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was your second yard site. Your yeah, yeah, yeah. It says the Avelim. Lotion of the Mogul of Ram, Avelim. There's like multiple levels of heel as well. There's like a whole priority system that goes into Right. Yeah, well, this is, yeah. yeah, I mean, there could be somebody like, else. Okay, and just the words of the Morgan of Ramadan, Lukuli Almoha, Avela, Main Strikh, Little, Kadish, Alapamachas. Okay. All right. Now, a couple more things that I just want to quickly touch upon. So, first of all, we had this the, 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 as advertised. Why have there not been any Bamitzvahs for a whole year? So this is a mathematical equation, which unfortunately I don't have the charts to put on the on the on the on the, on the thing, but just bear with me over here. We said uh, seven leap years out of every 19 years. The leap years are who remembers the numbers? Three, six, eight, 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 eleven. Yeah. 14, 14, 17, 19, right? So no idea. Wow. <laughs> now, <laughs> out of those, out of those seven years, right? You only get bar mitzvahs for somebody who's born in a regular year is going to be an adosheni. So if you have a leap year that's thirteen years after a non-leap year, then there's going to be a whole month with no bar mitzvahs because everybody's birthday. Now, of those seven leap years, right? Um, <clears throat> three of them are thirteen years after another leap year. So year nineteen is 13 years after year six. Year um, year eight is going to be 13 years after year 14. And year 11 is going to be 13 years after year 17. So in those in those years, there's going to be bar mitzvahs like regular. There's not going to be any change in the bar mitzvahs. But in years... 3, 6, 14, and 17, right? Those are leap years which come 13 years after a non-leap year, such as this year. This year, 5, 7, 8, 2 is year 6 in the 19-year cycle. 13 years ago was year 12. Year 12 was not a leap year. So in year 12, anybody who was born in the month of other is this year, in year 12, last year 12. What was last year 12? It was 13 years ago in 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 in, in Tavshin Pebeis in five seven six nine right. So in five seven six nine was year 12 of the 19 year cycle, which was a non leap year. So anybody who was born in the month of other five seven six nine is now celebrating their bar mitzvah in the yeah. second in other sheni. So therefore, you have a whole month of other ishin where there aren't any bar mitzvahs, and that's across the board for Ashkenazim and Sephardim. And so if you make your parnasa because you're a photographer or selling Judaica or 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 or, or, or caterers or renting out halls, and you make a big part of your income for bar mitzvahs, you better know about this. And when it comes to those four years in the cycle, budget that you're going to have a whole month with no parnasa, with no income. And I know somebody who was on the wrong side of that. Right? Not now, some time back. He's a photographer. He has a few bar mitzvahs a week. He only did it exclusively bar mitzvahs. He was in Lebanon, Karnai. It's a very big, uh, you know, the bar mitzvahs all the time. And suddenly he had a whole month with nothing. And he couldn't figure out what was going on. <laughs> it's like, what happened to my reputation? Right? But there are no Bavisas. And by the way, ironically, what now happens is that you could have, and this is mentioned explicitly in Shulchan Aruch, that you could have two people who one of them is younger than the other, but will be Bavisas first. Because if you have people who are born in a leap year, so somebody was born, let's say today, today is the 26th of other one, which is the birthday of Mayor Hecht. Mayor Hecht from Evanston, it's his birthday today. He was born many years ago on a leap year in other one, right? Two and a half weeks later was Purim and Zelik Moskowitz, who's a shliach in, uh, yeah, in, you know, in friendship circle, he was born two and a half weeks later in other right? shani. 13 years later was a, non, was a non-leap year. 
And so Zelig Moskowitz, who's two and a half weeks younger than Meir Hech, was by mitzvah a week and a half before him. Because Purim came before the 26th of Adar that year. Can I ask like a, a one second? One, no, after the class. Um, now, just finally, again, we were way over time here, but just to, to finish off about mazolis, right? So some people are very into mazolis. Now, as we mentioned before, the Lavush says in his calculation of the mazolis that the mazol of adoration is is the mazol of Dli. In other words, the mazol of shvat. You're still catching up from shvat. So the mazol of adoration is like the mazol of Dli. Um, but you have other sources that um, say otherwise. So first of all, the Chazkuni. Chazkuni is a very important uh, source. He is a, he's a Rishon. He lived in, uh, he lived in um, 1240 in France, and he has a commentary on the Chumash. And he says in Pashas B'Shalach, in the war of uh, the first original war with Amalek, Bechar Lono Anoshim, he says that Moshe Rabbeinu told Yeshua to choose people who were born in the second other, he says, in other Shani, because people who were born in the second other have no mazel. There's no mazel of Adashani. And he says, therefore, the Amalekim, they were sorcerers, and they knew how to overcome people who were born in the Mazalus. But people who are born in Adashani have no mazel, and therefore that's how they would be victorious over Amalek. That's the Chizkuni um, saying that. So that's a very important source. So then you, there's also a Maharsha. The Maharsha is in Sanhedrin, Dr. Beis Amadalif, and he says that actually there is... Um, the mazel of both Ados is the mazel of Dogim. And he says, this: the 12 months corresponds to the 12th tribe. We have the tribe of Yosef, who is um, who is who split into two, Menashe and Ephraim, who therefore he gets two months of other one and other two. Yosef is Aleyoyin, is compared to the Yidgul Aroiv. Yosef's Menashe and Ephraim are compared to fish. And that fits very well with Ador being the mazel of Dogim. The mazel of fish is other that matches with the, with the month of Yosef. And in the many chassidish svarim, a big deal is made about other, other Rishon, other Shani being above mazel, um, and also about being associated with the months of, with, with, with the mazel, with, 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 the, with the bracha of Yosef, of, of dogim, of being the maila from, from, uh, from uh, sort of beyond mazel. So it's a sort of more power to, to, to us. And, um, and, and the Ketushas Devi actually points out a very interesting thing. If you go through the names of all the Mazalis in Hebrew, you'll see that all of them are in the singular. Akrov, Kashas, Glid, Gdi, Dli, Tlesh, Saturn, all singular words, besides Toimim, twins, which Toimim can only be double. You can't have, right? Toimim, by definition, is double, is plural. Similarly, is nine, which is a scale. Again, a scale, by definition, is double. There's the two sides to the scale. But all the others are singular with the exception of dogin. We don't say mazal other dog. Mazal of other is fish. Well, and it's, in <laughs> it's interesting. Fish is one of those, one of the very few words in English that are the same in singular and in plural, right? Fish and fish. But... Um, but uh, fish, fishies, yeah, you know, fishies, <laughs> right? But he says that Adar is the only month which could have very well been Master Adol Dog, fish, in the singular, but yet it's Master Adol Dog, fish, fishes, fishies, in the plural, because it represents the two, the, the, the double, uh, the, the double shavit of Yosef. Here he brings this mention, this comment that I mentioned before from the Cheskuni about Yeshua choosing soldiers who were born in Adosheni, Gdushas Alevi, he quotes it, B'Shem Derekeach Ma'amendrish. So that goes even more, that goes back to Chazal, that's even a much more, uh, a much earlier source for Adar being an, a month which goes um, beyond uh, beyond Mazalis. It's brought also Gribdianis and Amchitz is right into it. Um, okay, and that is, brings uh, to a close to this class. Even after Ephraim, Risha, 